0: As I had one of the stupidest moments of my life today. Tell us. Um, I was talking about, and I was, I was doing a bit. So like this is, it kind of ended up biting me in the ass a little bit. <laughs> um, but I was talking about wanting to change something or like make positive change. And um, I couldn't think of the, like, and I didn't use the expression, right. But it's the first expression that came to mind. Um, and I, I wish I remember what I was talking about because context is everything. But it was, um, I said the phrase, I'm going to break the glass ceiling on that. (laughs) But like when it wasn't appropriate, but my coworker noticed what I did. And it's that the museum where I work has glass ceilings. So I looked up at the glass
1: ceiling and then
0: remembered that expression and then used it
1: wrong.
2: Wow. Oh,
1: that's okay. We've all been there. (laughs) I know, but I felt silly. But then I thought, hey, I'm going to start doing that. American idioms are hard. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm an American idiot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no. Um, I, but yeah, and I realized this. It's not the only time I've used an idiom wrong in like a recent memory. <laughs> so I, and I, I would always do it at work. I always say the wrong one. And so I told one of my coworkers, you know, hey, my new bit is that I'm going to start using expressions and phrases <laughs> wrong. But the truth is this. that I just say it wrong sometimes. And well, see, Perfect.
1: that's why my bit is, um, like, uh, that I spell things wrong. It's because I genuinely can't fucking spell. So now, now it's just like a thing I do, you know? <laughs>
0: Thanks for being vulnerable about your illiteracy, Sam.
1: Dude, okay, so my one of my good friends wrote a reference for me for this job that I'm about to do, and she sent me a copy of like one of the responses for like the strengths and weaknesses, just to make sure I was okay with these being the things that she said about me. And literally, uh-huh. the third weakness was straight up: this bitch cannot spell the same word. And I was like, "Yeah, you can say that; it's fine." Because she was like, "Oh, because like." I, obviously, we're on tech now, so like she's really good about using spell check, and she's aware that this is a problem. But like, she just called me out. That's hilarious. But yeah, I feel so, like your friend wrote a book. Oh yeah, it's that same friend. <laughs> I am pretty excited about that book. I'm proud of. And her. none of
0: this is relevant to the movie we watched, which is The Curse of Frankenstein.
1: A better refill, Mister Franklin's glass, will you?
2: Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. Will- about a
1: whiskey and soda. Ah, oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine to drink. Just a sip might improve your
0: humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink.
2: No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drink. And an excellent vintage this too. But if you're
1: implying that I'm tipsy, sir.
2: Welcome to Tipsy's Terror. This is a podcast about horror movies and drinking if you want to and today uh my name is harish
1: only today it is yeah uh my name is sam my name is molly
2: and like molly just said we watched the curse of frankenstein Woo! because it's frankenstein month just slightly delayed
1: frank but uh maybe bleeding over i don't know yeah wait <laughs> wait, yeah. wait wait are we resurrecting Frankie-Wary? Oh no! It's its, it's, it's, its, it's second
2: live. life. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah.
0: We meant to do this the whole time, and it definitely yeah. wasn't because one week I had family stuff, and another week I was at an anime convention. <laughs> that did not happen.
2: Yeah, the Curse of Frankenstein, Hammer horror movie, Probably, starring I, Peter Cushing.
1: Yeah, I think I did. I did some research, and I think. I think this was like the first like truly relevant one i they had some other s- like stuff that they worked on but i'm pretty sure this was like their first like big hit of a it film
2: was hammer's first color horror film yeah and the first of their frankenstein series so the series does continue apparently um cool. yeah directed by terrence fitch fisher Starring Peter Cushing as Victor Frankenstein and Christopher Lee as the creature.
1: I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Christopher Lee was not used enough.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, this is weird because, like, he comes to life, like, almost an hour into the movie
1: 30 minutes left of the film yeah
2: it's
0: really bizarre
2: (laughs) um
1: this movie is like straight up the first hour of it is just a soap opera yeah and then and then like the last half hour they're like oh yeah there's a monster and then it's it's like the monster gets handled and then there's more soap opera and then like 10 more minutes of monster
2: (laughs) it's definitely not what i expected me neither Um, but it's really good um so let's start with the letterbox segment
0: all right so for whatever reason everyone on the internet wants to review this movie seriously which is annoying for me cuz I only read one sentence at a time now. <laughs> so I pick like I had to I didn't even like have the bother to come through other reviews. So this is basically it, it's a short segment. Nice. <clears throat> All right. The creature sure knows how to pick out a stylish coat.
1: He sure fucking does. Uh
2: Three
1: and a half. Yeah, we'll go three and a half.
0: Three stars. I want wow. that cut, though. Coat, though. Coat, yeah. though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Peter Cushing,
0: sir, your pussy is dastardly. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: uh, four and a half.
1: Three and a half. Three
0: and a half. Nice job, Sam. Frankenstein, a horny, murderous psychopath. He just like me for real. <laughs> uh
1: three and a
2: half. Uh four and a half. That's
0: four and a half. Nice job, Harish. Nice. This guy who wrote the review followed it up with no, I don't want to marry my cousin in the <laughs> comments below. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet is gonna age into Peter Cushing.
2: <gasps> no. <laughs> um uh three and a half.
0: Four. Four and
1: a half. Damn.
0: Whoa there. There were two guys from Star Wars in this.
1: Yeah, there yeah. were. There's two guys from Star Wars in a lot of Haram horror films. Um uh,
2: three? Four.
1: Four. Nice job for each.
2: Nice. The creature should have
0: hooped instead of trying to kill people, because he was tall as hell. <laughs>
2: he was. <laughs> um uh two and a half.
1: Three.
0: Three and a half. Nice job. I think there should be more Frankenstein adaptations where everyone just fucking hates Victor.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there should. Uh, Uh, Four and a half.
1: Yeah, we're going to have four on
0: that one. Three. Nice job. This is the one that made me laugh. Paul, Paul, you have no good creature (laughs) ideas.
2: (laughs) (laughs) five
0: four and a half three and a half on the review but that review itself is a five star (laughs) (laughs) that was good quite
1: good
2: all
1: right well that's all i got good job everyone yeah honestly it was limited in good funny reviews but like the ones you got were good yeah
2: appreciate it so yeah this movie is very different from the Frankenstein story.
1: Extremely, they took we've massive seen. liberties. <laughs> this
0: is not your mama's Frankenstein story, no.
2: Something I re- I liked in this is that they just made Frankenstein explicitly evil, Victor Frankenstein. Yeah,
1: it's so yeah. interesting because they c- they almost changed the themes and like morals of the story. Because, like, he genuinely is obsessed and loves that creature. Oh, yeah. Like, he only cares about that thing. And he does not give a flying fuck about anybody else. And that's just the complete opposite of what he's like in the book and almost every other adaptation I'm familiar with. Like, he's just a straight-up piece of shit.
2: Yeah.
0: And, like, I have to ask, where is the
1: sexy ambiguity?
2: (laughs) Not here. I mean, there was a little bit with him and Peter... i don't know the ambiguity
0: could have been sexier i meant in like the nuance of the
1: themes like you know yeah well like Uh, i don't know i i just want to know like what were their what was their motivation to make him like that like straight up he's having an affair with the maid like what what, what is her job i don't know
2: she's the maid
1: yeah because her her in the book she's the babysitter for his younger brother um And she gets framed for murder and executed. Um, Mm. But in this one, they were like, yeah, she's a maid and he's sleeping with her. Yeah, Um, not cool. So, but like, so that was a big change for me because, like, one of his big things in the, in one of Victor's big things is that he wants to protect Elizabeth specifically. And then this one, he is like, Elizabeth can choke. So (laughs) I do not give a shit. On
2: Wikipedia, it talks about how um, the screenwriter, didn't include scenes of stuff like the villagers storming the castle and stuff um because they couldn't afford it and uh he also said that he hadn't seen any of the Frankenstein films that universal had made and he just adapted the book the way the way i saw it <laughs> what do you so. mean did he
1: did
0: he not see the book <laughs> <laughs> i think this guy cheated on a group project
2: well this is like it's a... like it's like annihilation i was just like, about to say yeah. this is an
1: annihilation case
2: um uh alex garland read like or like he wrote the script just based on his memories of reading the book like he did years not read it yeah <laughs> um and just like wrote it based on vibes pretty much um but yeah this this uh i guess
1: that method works because i i thought this movie was was, like good i have a lot of problems with its like um accuracy but like i guess that's a good way to make an original film that's adapted
2: right um so it starts out with him like in jail i guess and a priest comes to visit him because he's like about to get um oh shit i forgot all about that
1: so oh yeah because then okay so the priest is like um they're talking and then he's like i'm gonna tell you so this was like because like in the book you know there's a setup of telling the story of what happened so this is kind of the setup of telling the story of how he got there
2: yeah and so it starts out when his mom dies and he inherits all her money um he's a
1: classy little fellow
2: yeah, he's a little God. a little teenager like how old did that guy he was he like looks, 17 like
1: honestly i placed mm-hmm. him at like 15 in my mind
2: um baby yeah like and he's also like paying for uh we see um his cousin elizabeth there who's younger um and her mom is there and we don't really know exactly what the relationship is except for that she said he she's his cousin
1: and that his like friend, Victor's mom used to give them an allowance and he's yeah. going to continue to do that for her well-being.
2: Yeah, and then they're going to be engaged. They're going to like marry when they're older.
1: Mhm. Um Which okay. That's fucked. You yeah. Can't do that. I don't <laughs> it was quite the norm of the time, I do believe.
2: Marrying your cousin,
1: or like you know, for I prestigious guess rich, like family lines. Yeah,
2: that makes sense if they're like Baron. It's Baron uh, Victor Frankenstein. Um, but yeah, so that happens, and then like a an, a guy comes in and he's like, "Oh, I'm the tutor here. The Baron like sent me a message, uh, and I'm here to meet your dad. Where yeah, is at? <laughs> and." victor's like i sent the message because i'm the baron and i'm rich and i'm gonna pay you and i needed you as my tutor um it's just very odd like um the whole thing he's like weirdly cryptic about it yeah. at first he's like trying to get the guy to figure out that he's, he's actually the, one the Baron. Did it. he's like my father's been dead for 10 years mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah so basically this guy paul cr- Crumpy, Paul Crumpy, um, is hired to be his tutor, Um, and they do a lot of research, and then (laughs) they do so much research that Victor grows older (laughs) than his tutor. How much time
1: is supposed to have passed? I assumed a couple of years. Like, he's probably in his 20s now, right?
2: Yeah. Well, it's weird because... Um,
1: But throughout the story, Peter Peter looks well into his 40s. Peter Cushing, Peter, Victor.
2: Yeah, Peter Cushing is in his 40s, first of all, at this time. And also is like nine years older than the guy who played the tutor.
1: And to age the tutor, they just put a beard on him and literally paint the side of his hair
2: gray. They don't even put that much gray hair. Like, Peter Cushing has the same amount of gray hair as him, pretty much. It's very weird.
1: It's like watching a play, you know? You just like let everybody play whatever age they're playing, you know?
2: (laughs) You do
0: have to move past it. But one thing I won't move past is those delicious mutton chops yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah i those... said during recording i need to get a protractor on those asap because those angles were sharp yep. those were
1: doing work definitely not helping him look young at all <laughs> yeah.
0: but they were helping my enjoyment of the story so is it, it, it cut your losses on that one. <laughs> he really broke the glass ceiling of mutton chops there.
2: they should have just hired an older guy to play the two other guy
0: yeah or like played a younger guy right. for the first scene.
2: Yeah, it could be like his friend or something.
1: Yeah, because they had know. they had a child playing the young, you <laughs> yeah. know, why didn't they just make a younger guy? I don't know.
2: It's very weird.
1: <laughs> they probably this guy was probably just like good friends with all of them and wanted you know, they had to have something to cast him as. Right. Because also this guy's character completely made up. He is a completely new character to this story. He does not exist in the book.
2: He does have a friend in the book, though, right? Clerval, like
1: the Clerval guy that's in the um, that's in the 1931 one.
2: Um. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's also like, does he have like Igor, his assistant? No, he does in not have book? an
1: assistant. He does almost all of the work himself. He has a professor guy, um, okay. that he like associates with a right. little bit, I think. But he does like almost all the work himself. There's no assistant in be- the um. Oh, my God. Do you hear that? There's a guy outside just ye- like, scream yeah. singing. Um, he does all of it because the monster itself is, like, a huge secret. And literally mm-hmm. nobody knows about it. I think he confesses to Clerval eventually about it, but that's right. it.
2: Um, But in this, yeah, he has a tutor who w- works with him. So they do so much research. So when the movie started, I was thinking that they were going to, like, try to do some sort of thing where it's like he lost his parents and because of that he's obsessed with creating life um to try to bring his parents back or something like that I Uh thought they were gonna do some sort of theme like that but didn't really happen no
1: his mom died and he was like I'm a rich boy now (laughs) he
2: is just very like like just like a sociopath he just does not care about anything except his research very weird um but i was like trying to think about that later on cuz later on there's a whole theme about that the guy that he kills doesn't have any relatives yeah um i don't know it's weird but anyway so uh they do uh their lab is really cool there's tons of bubbling beakers there's like a spinning wheel <laughs> that like generates electricity or something very cool stuff
1: classic setup classic setup
2: um and they bring a little puppy to life a dead puppy
1: and it's cute as hell
2: and mm. yep they bring it to life
1: i and want so, that dog Even huh? that dog
2: so cute so
1: this is like considered in what's his name peter what's like paul? paul in Cris- paul's Cris- mind this is like the, a, a phenomenal achievement their yeah, work is let's like publish, done baby. they need to publish they need to talk to some people yeah. any sort of continuation of work needs to be put on pause so that they can like Mm -hmm. um celebrate this achievement essentially and victor's like uh no (laughs) no
2: victor's like we just like brought someone back to life but like what if we like created life wouldn't that be cool let's not tell anyone about this except until we do that um
1: and so paul's like um uh, immediately concerned
2: okay i guess um so uh they continue their research. Um, Victor uh, gets a body from a gallows just hanging by the side of the road. They just take it at night. And like part of the head has been like chewed by a bird or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like the
1: eyes have been eaten out. So Some of the face is missing.
2: It's damaged, so Victor just cuts off the head and with, puts it in acid.
1: With a scalpel. He decapitates <laughs> a whole head with a scalpel.
2: Yep and paul's weirded out by this and like, victor
1: is just amused he's like oh yeah i don't need this head anymore get rid of it yeah like, we're moving on he drops in a vat of acid too which yeah. is like super fogged
2: yeah yeah um uh <laughs> also does acid dissolve like everything yeah, you can vote dispo- if you have the
1: right acid you can just dis- that's like one of the best ways to dispose of a body actually
2: wow and just
1: sam got us on a watch list
0: so thanks, thanks for you, sam. knowing
2: that i watch good
1: girls it's if you watch the show good
0: girls you will know that no i haven't seen i like watched i think the whole first season and then
1: haven't seen anything else that show is phenomenal and it got canceled before it resolved its whole story and i'm still kidding? fucking pissed about that, that. Sucks. well i won't come back to it then that it is just me off it's so fucking good i love that show and i'm really mad at nbc wait can we get a may whitman hive count (laughs) (laughs) but anyways
2: (laughs) yeah yeah sure you may want that watch that show but i i mean i'm i always like her when she's in stuff
1: i love me yeah let's go but yeah they they show you dissolving a body in a uh like a tub yeah oh you know who else is in that show christina hendrix no
0: oh matthew matthew
1: lillard yes but no think think
0: think a 2000 show about football
1: oh yeah dude he's so hot in that
0: show too (laughs) i don't know his real name but matt saracen you are out there and i see you
1: (laughs) and he he plays may whitman's Mm ex-husband and he's in midnight mass what a couple anyways back to this movie
0: Uh, sorry 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 I did the thing I do best on. I'm really breaking the glass ceiling of derailing podcasts.
2: <laughs> uh uh so Elizabeth shows up. She's a grown up now, a grown woman ready to get married. And she
1: is so ready for marriage.
2: <laughs> yep. She's moving in. She's like she sees Paul at first and she's like, "Hey Victor, did you get my letter? Um uh, I'm moving in. We're getting married." And Paul's like, I'm not Victor.
1: <laughs> but he's like immediately delighted with her and very yeah. concerned about her safety and well-being.
2: Yeah, Paul's like, the, uh, he's really into his experiments. I don't know if he should have a wife. <laughs> um, But Victor shows up and he's like, cool, you're my cousin. <laughs> you're living here now. Awesome. Um,
1: And then this is around when we find out about victor's little affair
2: yeah that's a later scene but we can just talk about it now um we there's a scene later where victor is just making out with the maid like they're like in like a corner and like kind of hiding but still like just out um but yeah they're, they've they been having an affair apparently and the maid thinks she's gonna marry victor um he has like told her that he's gonna marry her or something mm-hmm. like that um which is not in any frankenstein story i've seen except for like young frankenstein kind of cuz he has an affair with like the maid that's there oh yeah um
1: maybe this is But where it's they not got the that. same
2: thing cuz like this in this he's like very cruel about it he's like knowingly like just um telling her lying to her about how he's going to marry her and yeah. like he doesn't even plan to do anything
1: and he, like, shit-talks Elizabeth. He doesn't care about either of these women.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's very no. cruel. Um, And she's like, oh, uh, so your cousin's here. She's not going to be your mistress, right? Or something. I don't know.
1: And he tells her to, like, care for her and stuff. But he says, not in the same way you care for me.
2: Yeah. Blech. Um. So Victor, he he got some... got the hands of bordello the world's greatest sculptor who recently died
1: love the logic that it's (laughs) the hands are the reason why the sculptures were great
2: yeah and so they're the the best hands in the world for his new body um and show he shows paul and paul's like dude like you have to stop (laughs) this is too much
1: you're taking the shit too far
2: yeah please stop um paul like warns um elizabeth he tells her she's not safe because of the dangerous experiments and she's like i don't care i'm i'm getting married <laughs> whether you like it or not
1: well you gotta think this girl has probably been raised her entire life the only thing she's been taught is you're marrying victor frankenstein yeah so like this is like goals for her why would she give it up
2: yeah
0: marrying victor Frankenstein.
2: Also, the ultimate goal <laughs> <laughs> he's he's rich he's like smart you know what he's else He's her
0: cousin he has yeah. everything
2: <laughs> what more could you want right
1: it was meant to be
2: um but yeah victor gets some eyes from a charnel house um
1: they already look fucked up when he gets them
2: right they they don't look good um uh he calls paul shows him the process like the progress on the body and paul's like whoa that's gross you should stop (laughs) um and uh they have this conversation about how um oh uh frankenstein's like i'm going to like get it a brain and then it'll be the brain of a genius who's already lived a full life um, and has a, a a life's worth of knowledge or something like that um, and he's like yeah I'll, and once it has that brain like it'll be perfect um and paul's like how are you gonna get a brain like that and, and at this
1: point we thought he was gonna kill paul
2: it it does seem like the like that scene is very tense like it's it seems like he's threatening to kill Paul and steal his brain or he's like suggesting that he wants Paul's brain. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's like I'll get it. And then the next scene, um him and Elizabeth are like having um tea, I guess, with uh their like this professor guy, Some Professor great Bernstein. S-
1: scientist mind.
2: Yeah. Um and yeah he's just visiting them i guess um and they're just chatting and elizabeth's like personally i think the world would be a better place if there were no experiments if there were no research um,
1: again she's just really horny <laughs>
2: and even the professor's like yeah scientists do get too into their experiments and then like don't care about them after or something like that He he's like we're quick to tire of our experiments or something like that yeah um Victor and,
1: proves wrong
2: and uh yeah elizabeth's like see even the professor wants you to stop <laughs> doing research and pay more attention to me good for her um so paul shows up and uh the professor's like okay i'm going to bed i'll talk to you in, in the morning <laughs> <laughs> um, Uh so he goes up to goes upstairs and victor victor like is like taking him to bed um and uh victor's like oh i want to show you this painting at the top of the stairs
0: oh no and then the painting at the top of the stairs yeah surely, surely that house staircase um, railing isn't made out of shit wood that's gonna bust
2: open right <laughs> he's like one would believe oh you'll get a better look if you if you step back a little um and so the professor steps back and then he goes in front of him and he's like professor look out and then pushes him and the railing just breaks it's like made out of cardboard basically that's how easily it breaks um that <laughs> uh,
0: happens at the museum? shockingly often actually this exact scene
2: yeah, people go to look at art and then get thrown up the side of railings
0: yeah and it's always some crazed scientist and another more normal older scientist older it's like sci- a really weird trope
1: i gotta say With no
2: relatives
1: watching right. that body fall for a minute there i thought they really murdered a guy for that because
2: he falls and lands on his
1: head He falls and he hits head first and yeah. like if it's a dummy like that's a really good dummy that they use i can't think that a stunt guy did no, that because he would have died no way. so it would have had to been a dummy but it was a well done shot with the dummy because i was like i think we just witnessed a murder <laughs> like we were so distracted by how cheap the wood was but like it looked good like that was yeah, a good yeah. on-screen murder
2: yeah it was really good Very um, solid. uh uh then the next scene is like the funeral of the professor and he's gonna be buried in the frankenstein vault because he has no relatives and like and that's
1: the only reason why victor offers
2: someone's thanking him thanking victor for being so generous and letting (laughs) him keep the body there um yeah and then so uh so then he steals the brain of course and then he, like, takes it back to the lab and he's he talks to Paul and he's like, yeah, I got the brain. And Paul's like, dude, you fucking murdered a guy. <laughs> I can't let you do this. And then they, like, fight. And then um, Victor, like, accidentally s- slams the brain. Like, it's in a bag. And he, like, hits the bag against the wall. And, like, glass breaks inside of it. Um, so he's like, oh, no, you damaged the brain. What the fuck? um and uh so paul is like i'm done we're not doing i'm not doing helping you anymore um and i'm leaving uh so
1: so they break up
2: yeah um paul goes and talks to elizabeth um, I don't remember exactly what he he's talking. He's basically
1: begging her. He's like, "You need to get out of here. Yeah, like, he, you're in danger." And she's like, "Why? I'm with him." And he's like, "He's the reason you're in danger." And she just doesn't believe him.
2: Yeah. Um. So, Victor does his little experiment. He turns on all his levers, and all the little beakers start bubbling. Um. And then the the wheels start spinning and like the body is in this tank that's filled with fluid um and like victor like tries it and then like something like he's just not happy with the way it's working or something so he leaves um and the thing turns off and like the fluid starts to uh leak or, or like drain drains, yeah, yeah drain out of the uh box and um victor goes to ask paul for his help because he's like yeah this machine was meant to be dual operated i need your help um i'll make you do it for me but then we cut back to the lab and (sighs) outside there's uh like there's a storm happening and um we see like the flash of lightning and then there's a spark and then the machine starts going um and by this point like the the fluid has all drained out so the body is just there and um it's just like a shot of the body and then it's like you see it start breathing um and then it breathes classic um, shit right there so good um and uh and then uh it's back to uh Victor and Paul and Victor's like You gotta help me. I'll make you help me. I don't know. Whatever. Eventually, he goes back to the lab, and the creature is standing there. It's a
1: great reveal. He, like, opens the door, and he's, like, right in the doorway, and, like, you get, like, all the, like, horrificness. He's all bandaged
2: up. It's great. Uh, Like a mummy.
1: I didn't say this earlier,
0: but I love that scene earlier where you see the breath, like, rising and falling as he's all, like, completely bandaged. Yeah. Oh, wait. Continue. It's like kind of giving me the Invisible Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he's like all bandaged up and standing there, it's really cool.
2: So
1: when Victor comes in and sees him, he's already re- has he removed his head wraps or is he? No, still, no, he, he does it them?
2: there. Like Victor opens the door and then he takes off. Uh, it's like sped up. He like removes yeah. the the wraps because I remember we see him
1: do it, but I couldn't remember when.
2: Um, and it reveals like his face is gray and like one of his eyes is clouded. Because it's um,
1: formaldehyde. Yeah. Hided.
2: And he has like a scar running across his forehead. Um, it's great. He looks very creepy. Um, not your traditional green Frankenstein,
1: which is not even the traditional Frankenstein.
2: Yeah. Um,. But, yeah, it looks great. And then he immediately chokes Victor, like, grabs him by the neck and lifts him up, starts choking him. Um, But Paul finds them, and Paul, like, fights uh, the creature, and the creature eventually, like, lets go of Victor and, like, falls unconscious or something.
1: Yeah, he, like, kind of just stumbles to the side and passes out.
2: Yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, And then it just cuts to later and um victor's back awake and he goes back to the lab and the monsters uh, the creature's gone and they go out um and it cuts to the forest where a blind man and his grandson are walking in the woods and the grandpa they're
1: foraging
2: yeah he sits down on a tree stump and sends the kid the kid goes by the lake to go um pick some mushrooms i guess
1: i think it was mushrooms i wasn't sure
2: um, And then the, the guy, the grandpa, like, hears footsteps coming towards him. And he thinks it's the grandson. And he's like, oh, you're back so quickly. But who is it? It's the creature, and he's wearing the best the, coat.
1: A smart little coat. God, it's so sharp.
2: It's great, yeah. I
1: want to know if that style was even of the time. Did they just grab a coat, and they were like, this will do?
2: I don't know. I'm sure. But where did he get that? Did he just steal that from Maybe it was just Victor?
1: in the lab. Because Victor definitely has, like, re- we've witnessed him removing coats in the lab, so Yeah, he could have just left it.
2: Yeah. real
0: question is it victor's coat or is it just some dead guy's coat because oh, either goody. way like great style
2: right right and no they
0: need to take frankenstein's monster to the goodwill bins he'll find the heat
2: <laughs> he, clearly um... he has taste <laughs> yep um so he like faces off with the blind guy the guy's like who are you uh don't hurt me i'm just here with my the guy makes assumptions
1: because he can't the 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 creature doesn't talk at all so Mm -hmm. the guy is just feeling very threatened because he's not responding to any of his statements he he,
2: like gets a big stick but the creature grabs it and like breaks it in half and the guy like trips and falls down and crawls away um we don't really see what happens do no,
1: because we- then, um, then the kid shows up, and he's like, Grandpa. And then, like, I think it's implied that the kid gets taken by him as well.
2: I don't know. Because like, Cause then- the little
1: bag, the foraging bag gets left behind.
2: That's true. Yeah, the foraging bag. Because it cuts to Victor and Paul, like, looking for him. And they, like, um walk. They're, like, tracking him. um, And then, like, there's a shot of the bag yeah. on the ground. And then they find him. But, like... We don't see the bodies of the man or, or the kid. Mm-mm. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the creature just walks up and um, Paul shoots him in, in the right eye um, directly. Perfect shot. And he <laughs> drops to the ground. <laughs> to
1: the point, it's such a good shot. Even Victor, who's pissed, is like, you're a good shot.
2: <laughs> yeah. Can't believe he did a perfect shot.
1: Yo, he it's like a no scope too, like near
0: goddamn immediately. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um and Paul's like, "Okay, we're done with this. We're burying him." And they bury him there. Um and then it cuts to like they're back in the lab and Paul's like, "Thank god that's over with." Anyway, I'm leaving. <laughs> um Yeah. And Victor's like, "Yep, never. it's all
1: over." <laughs>
2: and yeah, Victor's like, "Cool. See ya." And then it cuts to a shot of the body hanging. Um, Victor has at some point gotten it back and cleaned it (laughs) very well because it does not look dirty at all. It just looks like um, how it looked. (laughs) Um, And I think it is still wearing the coat. It is. It does have the coat. Clean coat. god rules um but the maid at this point has found out that he's engaged to Liz, uh to elizabeth um she's pissed which i was waiting for this this uh, plot line to come back around yeah because it Um, really
1: does disappear for about 45 minutes of the film we don't see her at all
2: yeah um and she's like uh you lied to me um you have to marry me i'm pregnant um the which is another thing like he does he cares so much about his um creation right he doesn't yeah. want to like get rid of the creature but he does not care about uh his real son
1: yeah he literally tells her to go pick a random guy in town and say that's the dad yeah like that's such a great allegory to. like i love that <laughs> they don't have that in the book right no 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 he uh him and elizabeth don't make it too far and ability to have a kid
2: yeah and she's like okay well if you don't marry me i'll tell the authorities about your little experiments um and he's like oh but all the authorities care about his proof so you better have some proof
1: And so she says she's going to get it. And he's like, go for it, bitch.
2: (laughs) Do it. And actually, he's playing 40
1: chess.
2: (laughs) (laughs) um... Oh
0: my god, I don't know if you know this. That's like one of my favorite expressions.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think I've said it before. And you like also had a positive reaction to it. (laughs) 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 Um, But he so like late at night she sneaks up um to the lab and uh like the light turns off and she hides and then we see like victor leave the lab um and like lock it or something and then she like sneaks in um and uh i get it is unlocked i guess uh she goes in and then she's like looking at all the beakers and stuff trying to find some evidence um and then she keeps looking, goes into the next room, um and there's like some animals there, like there's like, is it like a hamster or something and a bird, something, but small
1: creature type she, shit.
2: Yeah, in in cages, just like on the wall. Um and so she goes and looks at them and then we see a shadow of a hand reaching out. Um, in, the shadow like is reaching out behind her. Um, and it cuts to the, the creature is there and he's like reaching out and then, uh, the door closes and locks and Victor locks her in. So to ensure that she gets murdered by the creature,
1: which, okay, so what are th- is the creature just like fucked up and he j- just like wants to kill like what are his motives why is he killing people you know what I mean like, I don't know cause, you know you see him maybe attack Victor at the beginning because he's scared okay he attacks the old man because the old man starts swinging that stick at him he's scared mm-hmm. but in this situation like why does he kill her
2: yeah I don't know he just that's what happens when you damage uh, an old man's when brain you smack
1: a brain around in a bag <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um,
2: uh but yeah so it's a week later and elizabeth is like man i'm kind of worried about janine is it, her name's janine right justine so like, I justine think? yeah uh, i'm kind of worried about justine she's been gone a week and he's like "Ah, oh, don't worry about it it's,
1: she probably got married it's
2: nothing <laughs> um so they're getting married um it's the wedding um there's like a nice little comedy scene of this guy like drinking <laughs> drinking from i guess a punch bowl full of champagne he like pours some in a glass and he's like doing he's little practicing toasts practicing his toast but like taking sips of it in between um but anyway uh the they it's the end of the night and they get back to their house and um uh, elizabeth's like oh nice we can finally go to bed and victor's like yeah i'm gonna be in the lab for a little bit and she's like uh, can i can i watch you in the lab please
1: she really wants to celebrate this <laughs> damn marriage
2: yeah she's just like please pay attention to me um but he's like nah not today um, just go to bed and he goes up to the lab Oh, also, they there's a scene where she tells um she tells him that she, she invited said, Paul yeah. to the wedding, um, uh, even though like they're like not on good terms.
1: But since they were such good friends, yeah. She just felt and the
2: need. and Victor's like, that's good that you invited him because I have something to show him. And Paul shows up, and Victor's like, Hell yeah, my bro, come up to the lab
1: check this out see
2: there is some some i don't know he really
1: only does care about like showing off paul's opinion like he wants paul to know what he's doing even if it's to like get back at him sometimes like he really only cares about paul
2: yeah um so he shows the creature and the creature is back to life again and paul's like what i thought i shot him with my perfect single shot um, uh, but Victor's like, ah, I can. I brought him to life. I can keep bringing him back to life, and, and no they don't tell do, us how
1: he's doing it multiple times.
2: <laughs> yeah, no matter what you do, like I'll just keep doing brain surgery on this, on him until he like works. Oh, he also shows how the creature understands him. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells it to like stand and walk around and stuff, sit down, and it like he <laughs> the creature's just shuffling like. Mm-hmm. Trying really hard. Another great performance of A Frankenstein's Creature um, right. by and Christopher. I, I,
0: hope the, I hope the wood holding his chains isn't shit wood that's gonna bust right open. No,
1: I really hope not. Surely Victor's checked out all the wood in the house.
0: Surely after what happened last time you would check to make sure your wood is all good.
1: But I don't know. Maybe we won't be so fortunate. Or maybe... We are fortunate. I don't know.
2: I don't know, but uh, Paul's like, I'm going to the authorities. I'm leaving, and like he leaves, and Victor chases after him, and Elizabeth's like, um, oh no, they left. Now I can go up and see what's in the lab. Um, so she goes and s- sees what's in the lab, and the creature uh is tugging at his chain, and what do you know? it's awful wood wood (laughs) and it breaks. Um, so the creature escapes and goes onto the roof. Um, and Elizabeth is just hanging out there.
1: Elizabeth ends up on the roof somehow.
2: Yeah. Well, she's like, she keeps like exploring, like she goes out on the balcony. Um, and I think she's just walking around and then, uh, paul and victor are outside and they're arguing and then paul's like oh there there he is there's your (laughs) creature um and victor's like oh no and he goes back upstairs and um elizabeth is also walking on a balcony and then he sees the creature behind elizabeth and he like calls out to her and and he shoots um but it hits her in the shoulder and then he shoots the creature and he's like no I had to kill my, my creation again. <laughs> um and then it cuts back to the the jail where we started the story. Um, and
1: so basically he's being convicted of Justine's murder. Right? Um, it's Justine's murder, because Elizabeth's alive. And uh he's saying I did not do the murder this thing i created did paul tell them and paul's like i don't know what you're fucking talking about
2: yeah paul's like no you killed that girl Uh, i don't know what you're talking about um and that's basically the end elizabeth's also there and um yeah paul just oh i forgot to mention um the creature like uh, oh he sets the creature on fire and then it like
1: falls, through, falls glass. through
2: glass into the acid um so, so it's, it's implied completely to a- dissolved yeah yeah um so paul's like it's better this way basically to elizabeth and they leave um, and then we see it like it's it ends on a shot of a guillotine raised um and then credits
1: so we are to assume that frankenstein has been beheaded yep for okay. his crimes
2: yep and you know what he deserves it yeah he fucking killed he killed that maid that he was sleeping with uh awful man very cruel just yeah
1: literal menace to society like the original victor frankenstein it was his hubris that failed him but he was well-meaning from the start and then only tried to protect people but didn't didn't want to own up to his mistakes This guy was just, like, trying to fuck something up. Like, he wanted something bad to happen. And you got to respect the game.
0: Yeah. And honestly, the
1: science checks out. There's (laughs) nothing wrong with the
0: science on this thing. It checks out. Yeah. He's really breaking the glass ceiling on resurrecting people, you know, and doing it flawlessly.
2: Yep.
1: (laughs) And multiple times with no problem, apparently. Nope. Even though he has n- no idea how it worked the first time, because let's remember, he was not in the room. Well, when it the science
0: checks out.
2: Well, I mean... Plus the science. It only works because, like, it, if he had had Paul there to work the machine, he, it would have worked, you yeah, know? Yeah, I guess that's like, true. Like, I guess he could have modified it with a little more work. Um, But anyway, yeah. So, I I really like how they made him explicitly just a bad guy. Um.
1: Yeah, I think it's a more fun take on it. Like, I think what they were looking for here was drama and, like, Mm -hmm. to really, like, keep an audience entertained uh, with their main character. But, like... I think doing in doing so really did change like the themes of the story. I mean, yeah, his yeah. it w- it was still was his downfall and stuff, but like he wasn't horrified of what he did. He only regretted it at the end because of him losing being convicted the, of murder. The but the creature, yeah, like in again losing the creature, like he lost nobody he loved because of this. No. The only loss he had was himself, basically. You know, he yeah. didn't really learn much of a lesson. But it's still fun. Like it's really fun watching right. him just be a fucking menace. Oh yeah. And Peter Cushing, like, like kills it.
0: I, like, I really like this adaptation. And Mm -hmm. sometimes when works don't, like, aren't faithful to the books or original source material, it can be off-putting or, like, a detriment to the movie. But I really think, like, although some of the choices this movie made were weird and don't really fit the themes and message of the original book, like, it wasn't, like, the choices weren't bad in the context of the movie it was yeah. a good movie
1: yeah i support it i support this film
2: <laughs> yeah yeah also the effects great. were really really good the effects were great yeah. also the set design was also yeah. very good like that forest looked great like all the colors yeah. look great the, the 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 mad scientist lab looks i
1: love really the lab fun. in this very well done stuff very good so
2: good um should we go into segments
1: i think so yeah
2: what would you do if it was you in this movie? Well, if I, like, inherited a bunch of money, I probably would not um, spend it all on creating life. You know, i just, like, have a great life. Yeah. I'd probably donate some of it. I would probably not be a baron. <laughs> um, but I would, you know, just, like, live comfortably. <laughs> a strip or something. Probably wouldn't marry my cousin. <laughs> probably. <laughs> to wouldn't be fair, ha-
1: he didn't want to marry her.
2: <laughs> I probably wouldn't have an affair with my maid.
1: <laughs> so what you're saying is this? This can't be you. Couldn't Could be, be me. Could be you.
2: I'm more of a Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a tutor.
1: <laughs> you were a tutor.
2: I was a tutor in college. Oh my god! For oh, real? Damn it! Um, yeah, I was a physics and math tutor um for the rtc ah.
1: oh shoot that's cool cats reaching through There's the cat couch attacking harish um yeah i would say couldn't be me that being said if i were to find out somebody was doing shit like this i would be like look man i'm not gonna be involved but like keep me updated i would like to see how
0: this goes <laughs> so, oh my god absolutely <laughs> so like, like i'd be around out.
1: yeah like, there's a chance that when the monster comes to life, like, I'd likely be in the building, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. I think, also, I think for this one specifically, the way the monster acts, I probably would agree to, like, uh, do something about it. I don't know if i I feel guilty to kill it, but, like, it definitely doesn't have a lot of humanity in it, at least in this version.
0: Um am Doja Cat, because I need to know. What? I said, like, call
1: me Doja Cat, because I need to know. Yeah, so, like, I'd be around, and the chances of me dying in this situation are, like, a, I think it's a 50-50 shot. I'd have an affair with him. Yeah, would. Pass. Sma-
0: pa- smash. Smash. <laughs> smash. Smash. Um, yeah. I'd like to be caught in Victor Frankenstein's orbit, but I'm nowhere... I'm not close to smashing the glass ceiling on science enough is that the sentence no
2: smashing the glass ceiling on science
0: no no no. what's what's the what's the expression because i'm worried i'm just saying smashing because i'm thinking about smasher pass
1: um breaking the breaking glass, glass ceiling,
0: the glass ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> no but i'm gonna smash the glass ceiling on science i don't think i'm doing that anytime soon so I don't think I could make the Frankenstein or even be there for the process. But like, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy, you know, so maybe I'll get to be around for some of that.
1: Do we agree? Would we be surviving this situation?
2: I mean, I would not even be in this situation. <laughs> so probably, yeah. I might die. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe I could be hiking in the woods one day and randomly killed by a creature. (laughs) You'd probably get a chance to run away, though. Yeah, but he could get me. (laughs) He
1: doesn't seem like much of a sprinter.
2: Yeah, that's true. I could probably escape. You're right. So, what's the next statement? Um, Acting ward?
0: That
1: sounds about right.
0: So on this podcast, we give out an acting award. There are three different tiers, right? Let's see if you can figure out what these are based on, what the common thread is. We have the Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting. That's an award we give to a a good movie, Um, an actor in a good movie. You know, an actor showed up, did like a really great job. The movies were not really good and you want to recognize a shining star's performance. Um, the Mishi Yoker Award is a movie, it's like, it's not a bad movie, but it's not like what you would call a good movie either. It's kind of in the middle. Um, but an actor still showed up and gave a good performance and you want to recognize that actor's efforts in a good, in a, in a, a kind of a middling film. Um, then there's the Jensen accolade for you tried your best in a shitty movie. Uh, that's a, the movie's bad. It's just bad. Um, but you still want to recognize an uh, actor that gave a good performance, gave it their all, you know, despite all circumstances. Um, so, yeah, that that's the award that recognizes that. I'm going to go ahead and give it a Jared. This movie's pretty good.
1: Yeah, Jared, for sure.
2: Yeah, I'm also giving it a Jared.
0: And I want to give it to Peter Cushing. He plays a very different Frankenstein, um, and mean, I really like yeah. it.
2: Yeah, Peter Cushing is great. Um I also, you know, I I think I'll give it to him too.
1: Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think it's going to go to him mostly because like one he was the lead, but also like he's just he gets really into it. Like I truly believe for like an hour and a half that Peter Cushing was a f- madman. Like he yeah. he really bodies this role. He's like, he great. gets really into it. I can see why he's considered one of the greats. Yep. I would
0: recast this in a modern era with Robert Pattinson. <laughs> is, this, is this victor frankenstein
2: <laughs> yeah um yeah and peter is in star wars
1: yeah, and that's that <laughs> just like he Chris in star was. wars he is grand moff tarkin
2: <laughs> yeah he's in the original. He's,
1: he's one of the og dudes i think he's yeah. just in four doesn't he yeah i don't know he gets exploded in... right and
2: he's in rogue one like he gets cg'd cg version of him oh, is wait. rogue one
1: Okay, I've seen Rogue One. Yeah, he's he's the uncanny CG character guy.
2: He's like, yeah, the head of the. You they, know, they
1: did that thing that they just recently did. I don't know if you've seen the stuff where like Luke is like D de- is like D aged in the new Boba Fett yeah. series. That no, kind I've of seen Rogue One. Yeah, so that technology, he's that guy. That's he's, like, that kind um, of um. Uh, what's his
2: name? Like the main bad guy who creates the weapon. His boss. Yeah um man that actor is also really good in a lot of things <laughs> um he's in ready player one as the villain
1: yeah but yeah um, uh but, peter cushing is uh he plays in horror of dracula he plays van helsing and he's oh, great as van is helsing. christopher
2: also, lee in that he's too? dracula
1: oh christopher nice. Dracula, and he is a great dracula
2: and christopher lee is count, count dooku in star wars <laughs> in the prequels yeah
1: christopher lee also is great as count dude i love christopher lee like i
2: and he's in lord of the rings
1: i'm literally thrilled every time i see that name show up in the yeah. credits for something he is amazing he's great rip
2: Oh, um, so uh what's the next villain ranking how does this rank
1: victor is the fucking villain of This i yeah. know We do, it's the, but we do monster don't we
2: yeah I don't know, should we make an exception? I don't know. I I like that. I think we should.
1: That he's the villain? Yeah. Okay. I agree. Because honestly, the monster in this, while being fun, doesn't really have a lot of substance right. to
2: him. On screen for like like ten minutes total. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to put Victor Frankenstein at number two on my list Um, underneath the cult from house of the devil and the monster from Frankenstein, 1931.
1: I'm still typing. Okay. I have him at number three on my list. Um, below Frankenstein's nice monster from the original just because he's a classic and I love him. And then The Strangers because, again, The Strangers terrify me. I think he's so fun, though, so he beats out the other two that we've done so far.
0: I am going to lock him in. Hold on one second. I think at a cool number three. Um uh, I have the Frankenstein from the original Frankenstein. The Cult from House of the Devil, and then I got Victor Frankenstein, and he's above the Man and the Strangers. Um, I think his motivation is really cool. Yeah. It's better, I think, it's more interesting to me than like killing someone at random. But although those serve different purposes, actually, I'm not going to compare it. I'm going to redact that. I'm not going to compare those two things. I just think he's, I think Peter Cushing plays a really good Victor Frankenstein. This is maybe of the, I haven't seen a lot of frankenstein but of the adaptations i've seen this is maybe the version i am most captivated by
2: yeah yeah <laughs>
0: interesting reading of it so
2: yeah yeah so what should we rate it out of
0: um stair landings
2: <laughs> eyes eyes rose
1: eyeballs uh-huh. little formaldehyde
2: balls <laughs> Oh, <laughs>
1: smart coats. Yeah. Smart coats. Snap jackets.
2: I don't think
0: it's smart coat.
2: I'm good with that.
1: Okay.
2: Out of um, 10 coats, 10 smart coats. I can
1: go. I am giving it 8 out of 10. Um I think this is a it's a really 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 good movie. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. It's really fun. Um I think for me it's I just think that like a more classic telling of it is a better just because I'm such a big fan, obviously. So it's yeah. hard for me to say it's like a perfect film. But that being said, I love Annihilation. I think Annihilation's a an amazing movie. And I've read that book. I know the differences and I'm OK with that. Same with this. Like I, I yeah. And I just think that I would like more Monster, if we're being honest. Um, That's true. But other than that, it's dramatic as all hell and it's super fun. So 8 out of 10 for me. I'm also going to give it
0: an eight smart coats out of 10. Um, similar reasons. I think Sam, you kind of hit the nail on the head for me. I wish there was more monster. I know there's not as much monster monster as I was expecting in the book. Um, in the book. Mm-hmm. But there, like, I, really, I love the design of the monster in this one. I think there should have been more.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: that was like kind of one of the only things. And yeah, again, like, And not to knock it for not being a perfect adaptation because I like what it did, but I still think there's some elements and themes you can pull from the book and use in an adaptation that would make it stronger for me that other Frankenstein adaptations do a little better. But yeah, this is a great movie. I, it it like makes me want to, I haven't seen a lot of Hammer Horror. This like really makes me want to kind of deep dive into that studio and watch some more of their stuff.
2: Right yeah i agree um i'm gonna give this a nine smart coats out of ten it's great i really love like all the set design and like all of the just elements of this movie and i i thought the take was really interesting um uh as an adaptation i agree like there's not enough there's not as much months of as much of the creature as i would like but um but i still do really like this movie um and yeah it's a nine out of ten so recommendations
0: i guess i'll say everything i said last time of original frankenstein movie i still really like brighter frankenstein yeah I think that holds up really well um oh my god i just realized there's like one other movie This is maybe an anti-recommendation. There's another movie I'm thinking of where um, it features a living guy and a dead guy and it's Swiss Army Man. Uh Oh. (laughs) And I don't want to recommend that movie. I anti-recommend that movie. I like that
2: movie. I liked it. (laughs) too.
1: (laughs) Well. I know some people don't.
0: (laughs) Some people in this podcast, some people in this Google Meets video chat (laughs) do not like Swiss Army Man um i don't know i'll probably come up with some better ones next week i'm a little tired today
2: yeah the only one i had was young frankenstein because like i mentioned the similarities like he also has an affair but in that he's like he's a likable character like he he doesn't try to have an affair but like his his girlfriend like sucks and he like um you know the other girl is just better for him and like it all works out in the end um but uh there were like a lot of elements from this that uh i didn't see in the other one that were in young frankenstein like that um and it's a it's a hilarious movie there's like obviously there's some issues but like yeah i i really like that movie
1: yeah um this all this made me talk about the Junji Ito Frankenstein adaptation again um I really really recommend it there are some things in it that aren't in the original story but it is a pretty it's a very good adaptation um and it's also Junji Ito so it's awesome but Mm -hmm. so I'm going to recommend that again obviously the book again um and then I want to recommend um the only other Hammer film I've seen which is Horror of Dracula that's really really great like we mentioned christopher lee and peter cushing are the two leads in it and um i i loved it i actually really want to watch it again i thought it was like super super fun um but yeah i think that's all i can think of that i want to recommend
2: um yeah uh anything else any final thoughts no um
0: sorry this month got cut short
1: y'all
0: oh no worries
1: We'll ex- we'll figure it out. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> shit happens. Um, we can just
2: keep doing them. We can just finish the ones yeah. that we plan to do.
1: We'll oh my out.
0: god! Wait, um, we could call it Rihanna March.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, we'll probably just do the next one. Like, There's Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Which I really want to um, see. Directed by Kenneth Branagh. Man, I he's think gonna that be was like the one my, we planned. Next. I'm gonna,
1: we're watching so many Kenneth Branagh
2: things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, But yeah, so that's going to be our movie next week, I guess. And you can follow me at Not A Credit Card and Everything.
1: You can get me at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby-Doo reference on everything.
0: And you can find me at Chainsaw Molly on Letterboxd and at um midsummer queen on twitter that's reversed that's swapped. <laughs> the that that shit. <laughs> they'll figure it out um, all right don't follow me online i'm a, I'm insufferable
2: <laughs> and you can follow the show at tipsy terror on twitter tipsy terror pod at gmail.com if you want to email us and uh tipsy terror.com tipsy terror.rip tipsy terror.wtf and tipsy terror.pub
0: Da-pube.
2: That's it. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.